Welcome back to the Gen X Grown Up Backtrack Podcast. This is the podcast between our regularly scheduled one where we select a single topic that we reminisce on from our youth growing up as Gen Xers. With me as always, I have Mo. Hey everybody. And George is here. Hey, how's it going guys? It is going okay. Today we are chatting about these magic black rectangles appeared in our homes called VHS. Yes. Yep. Yep. Still have some. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I have boxes of them. Yep. Yeah. They're all up in my attic somewhere. <laughs> For uh, folks that are a little younger that kind of came along after the uh, origin of home video of any kind or streaming or anything like that. Do you really think there's anybody younger listening to our older guy podcast? Well, they might be forced to listen to the car when their dad's listening. Oh, fair That's enough. All right. You know, back when we talked about Saturday morning cartoons, we made a point that one of the magical things about Saturday morning cartoons was that's what you had to watch to catch cartoons. Right. Right. And it was because there was no it, like record it and watch it later. There was no stream it, you know, on on demand. You watched what was coming over the air because there was no way to record and watch later or watch again or preserve or anything. No, the only guys who had that ability were the television studios. You didn't have that that's at right, your house. That's right. That's right. Just a- professionals. Yep. And the networks actually used to have to run reruns. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. It was the only way to see <laughs> so it. Yeah. yeah the there was a time, purpose for reruns shot. other than just filler. The reruns yeah, actually yeah. meant something because, oh, we didn't catch this audience the first time around. Let's show it again and maybe we'll catch some more people. Yeah. Right. You know, oddly enough, they used to be called reruns. And then later, after VHS, they were called repeats. Oh, really? Oh, really? I didn't realize that. I didn't, huh. didn't know that one. Because it was a rerun, because we were running it again so that you would see it, because they assumed some people didn't. Right. It was right. a repeat. That meant everyone saw it, but we don't have a new one, so we're going to repeat this one again. Just, <laughs> same thing. Sense. It was just so a different So VHS purpose, right? changed the lexicon in the broadcast industry. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So it was developed by JVC in 1971. It hit Woo-hoo! the United States in the 1977. Not that you're biased. Not at all. Do you remember the first VHS that you had in your home? Oh, yeah. Mo, go. I mean, the thing had to be at least two and a half feet wide, a good eight <laughs> to one, 12 inches high. And when you opened it up, like to put the tape in, it was like, I don't know, it just reminded me of a spaceship as a kid. I just remember that because you hit this button, and this huge thing would like come, come snapping up because it's all spring loaded. You had the top loader, right? Yeah, the top yep. loader. So it'd pop yeah. up. And boom. I remember when they first came out, they cost like a thousand dollars they were not in cheap. like 1978 oh, least, yeah. money we couldn't afford one not at all we we had one that we rented from one of those rent to own places mm-hmm. we had like a big rca console tv made out of real wood you know yeah it had to sit on top of that because it was too tall to go under it yep oh man the the like the hydraulics that open it was right. like putting a car on a lift yeah, exactly i was like wow this is like like you said, a piece of machinery here. The first one that we ever had that I ever got to use actually didn't even have a wireless remote. It had the wired remote. So it was like this little oh, white yeah. remote with a wire that plugged mm-hmm. into the front of it. We did too. Yeah, yeah I remember. But it had a remote. <laughs> yeah, it did have a remote. And I remember the remote didn't even have all the functions on it. John, you talked about renting things from the local video store. When I was, uh-huh. I think I was... 15 or 16, there was a local video store that I'd kind of become friends with the owners. And because he knew I enjoyed tech and worked with little home PCs and stuff, he started asking me, hey, do you think you could fix one of these things? And I'm like, (laughs) sure, why not? I'll give it a shot. And if I do, what do I get paid? And he's like, well, I'll give you free rentals. I'm like, done. 
That's all I need. <laughs> if you ever crack open a VHS, and, and I was the kind of annoying juvenile delinquent who would tear apart all my electronics as a kid to see what was inside. Oh, yeah. It's, a, it's incredible. That thing is a miracle of engineering. Put a cassette in a cassette right. deck, and you see well, the tape just goes over some stuff. Mm-hmm. A VHS pulls like two foot of tape out, right. and it wraps it around a dozen little pinch rollers and, and some cap drums, stands too, right? and take-up yep. wheels and, yeah, and a video head and a record head. And it's it's no wonder that every now and then you reject right. one and like a crinkle of tape is still stuck in it. You're like, oh, crap. Well, and they weren't just like in on flat on one plane either. They were angled most of the time. So, you know, like the record head was tilted a little bit. and That's right. Do you know why? Yeah. Why? Because that's the way they built it. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the only way it'll work. <laughs> the video head was at an angle because VHS was a derivative of the two-inch magnetic tape. Okay. But a VHS is not that wide. So the way they can get a two-inch travel area to record on, they record at a diagonal across the tape. Oh, I didn't realize that. So they that. end up with a, a two-inch stripe because they're going from one edge and then diagonally to another edge to get a longer uh, area a, to record on. That's just brilliant. So the, the head is tilted wow. in order, w- when the tape goes, it's, it's a crazy. miracle of engineering how they got that in there. Who thought of that, right? Yeah, really. It's tilted because that's how they get the angular record head That's amazing. And rather than just make wider tapes, they said, nope, we're going with this form factor. Let's just tilt it. Because those are more expensive. Yeah, they wanted to get it on that small, like, was it half inch, three quarter inch tape? Yeah. Well, I guess, we also should probably mention the beta <laughs> option that was out at the same time. You know, the Betamax. There's a big war between Beta and VHS. Yeah, a huge war. VHS just totally stomped them, though, eventually. Well, technically, Beta is superior. Right. Oh, yeah, it is. Absolutely. But it had shorter recording duration. Mm-hmm. It was more expensive. It was proprietary, too, And right? because it was more expensive, the porn industry went with VHS, and that was one of the... <laughs> right? I'm not kidding. That no. was one of the driving factors in VHS. Yep. Oh, my Absolutely. God. And, I mean, porn's driven the internet. Porn drove VHS. I mean, it was one of the deciding factors. <laughs> it was cheaper to distribute on VHS, and those are low-budget distributions. Greatest right? common so, denominator. Yeah, yep. that's true. Yeah. I believe you. I, I totally, It totally makes sense, man. <laughs> one of the things that's lost for me now in the digital video age... You would go to the local video store, and the thing that would attract you to watching a movie at that point was the box cover art. Box cover. We don't see that. I mean, we see, like, the images of the posters now on your digital playlist or whatever. But back then, it was that box cover art could attract you to maybe a lower grade or quality Mm -hmm. movie that you normally wouldn't pick up. And you would find these gems of the B-movie cinema. That's really the focus of that uh, VHS massacre film that I talked about a couple of podcasts ago. That It's hard to get distribution now because you have to get space on a digital carrier you can't just put a box in a store no right i still remember like going to uh like after you've seen all the popular stuff so now you're digging into the like the deep part of the shelves of the blockbusters and those things yep. i used to be able to pick out like really decent like horror movies if the cover caught my attention mm-hmm. right and then you read the little blurb on the back yeah and if i read look at those things like oh you know mad scientists you know combines man with orangutan oh let's watch that one (laughs) it might be terrible but it might be terrible but i'm intrigued the thing about those little (laughs) films on vhs is almost like if you saw it you were in on a private joke because so few other people saw it it's like you saw that too yeah (laughs) yeah now sanyo brings you their advanced new video recorder that makes great tv recordings as easy as touching a button so you'll never have to miss your favorite show again 
Now, we're talking about watching a lot of stuff, but VHS tapes at home didn't just watch. They recorded as well, right? That's right. Oh, yeah. That was part of the miracle that, you know, you were talking about earlier. Now you went from reruns to repeats. You could record not just a movie or something like you could record your favorite TV show and keep it. Yep. You didn't have to yep. give it back. You could buy a blank yep. tape, record something and keep it forever. And that was a huge <laughs> thing for me. Yeah. Blank tapes were like a, it was like you go to, you know, I need, I need bread. I mean, milk and I need blank VHS. Right. Yeah. <laughs> three packs. You can find them in three packs and six packs. Yep. yep. And you had to make a, a decision, right? Because they would come these T120s. Right. And that meant that at LP, you'd get two hours out of it. You had less right. quality. Extended play, EP, EP yep. you'd get four hours. With SLP, you get right. six hours. Right. Six. But it sacrificed audio quality, video quality. So, it, like, if you really, really wanted it, LP was the way to go. But right. if you're like, eh, it was like you're budgeting. You're like, well, where do we put our resources? How low am I on tapes? And can I afford to do that? And LP was what determined that I needed an entire closet to keep the entire run of Star Trek Next Generation. <laughs> two episodes per tape and I had them because I printed out <laughs> special labels here's something else that VHS I think changed as far as TV watching was you now had the ability to watch one show but and record, record another oh, right yeah two Crazy channels town. right because <laughs> usually your pass through would be what you're watching and then you would have the channel B would be what's recording. Mm-hmm. Yep. Trying to explain that to people was almost yeah. impossible, right? <laughs> just like getting them to fix How the clock. How can be watching this but recording yep. that? So now it's like two shows were on at the same time. You didn't freak yep. out. And you notice how it was always the kid in the house who had to learn how to set the clock and program it. That's right. So that you <laughs> yeah. know you wouldn't forget to record your Saturday morning cartoon while dad was watching some sports game or something. Isn't like the eternal joke is like the litmus test of whether you're technically savvy is whether or not the, the VCR is blinking 12. Or right. Not. You know, that's yep. kind of like this, this, this <laughs> meme almost before there were memes. And what's the one thing that you better make sure you do after you recorded your thing? There was one thing that you better make sure you did before anybody else touched that VCR. Pop that right protect tab. Yep. If you don't, because otherwise you know your mom was going to come in there and accidentally, oh, what button do I hit? And next (laughs) thing you know, instead of it being Thundercats, it was going to be Julia Childs (laughs) all over your tape. And you're going, oh, no. So that's a few experiences that like are gone with the analog media being gone mm-hmm. uh, the right protect tab that's gone right the idea that yeah there's a physical thing you have to cut out or clip out or pop out and all it was was literally a little arm would kind of poke in there if it was stopped it could record if it could poke on in it would not record know, not record right so the other one is the concept of please rewind right please there's even a movie <laughs> there's a movie with that title yeah, yeah, yeah. be kind be kind rewind yeah, yeah, Jack Black. <laughs> yeah, that's right and Moss Def. It was a mantra because if you didn't rewind, what happened? Two bucks. You got charged money. You get charged money if it was a rental. Yep. And rewinding took time. People don't remember. That was the reason, right? yeah. And so they sold a peripheral device just to rewind. Yes. Yep. Because people didn't want to waste time rewinding. You throw it in there and it literally is just a box that grabbed the wheel and spun it. I remember going to it. the video store and you would see there was one kid who it was his job to take all the returns and pop them in that little <laughs> throw them in the rewind device. Yeah, right. and they yeah. had a and bank of rewinders. Absolutely, they had like four or five. That's yep. right, and it had like it was a high speed was. rewind That's too. Right. Like yeah. for video reliability and performance, trust VCRs built by Hitachi. Look at Hitachi's warranty: a full twenty-four months on parts at no extra cost, double the competition. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, the film industry was very, they felt very threatened by VHS. They were. You know, just like they felt threatened by cassettes and DVDs mm -hmm. and CDs. And, you know, you see they all went broke and they're you've gone now, right? There's no yeah, more there's no more movies music. out there. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> but yeah. they, they were very threatened by it. I just and, go and, and sit in the theater and cook structures hot dogs now. And, Yeah, they thought people would stop going to the theaters. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I mean, there was Poor an impact. Babies. There was a paradigm shift, of course. But, I mean... It didn't kill anything. No. Right? Well, it also opened up a whole secondary market. And they for started them. a huge right. new revenue stream because those guys went from, you know, millionaires to billionaires anyway, so Yeah. Well, the film industry, they yeah. tend to be one of the last to come around the new technologies just because they've been around since, you know, 1900s. Yep. You know, it's no surprise that <laughs> like they're slow to come around. Well, like and that. you know, one thing, the VHS tapes leaving, I think it actually did one thing that I don't like. All the smaller production companies, the smaller production houses kind of folded in on themselves because they no longer had that distribution, yeah. right? Now, yeah, it makes they it were having, yeah. they didn't have a choice but to compete in a market that they were already behind in after that. One of the ways they tried to protect themselves was with copy protection. Sure. So... Oh, yeah. You remember, well, so one of the other things we lost when VHS went away, thankfully, was the need for tracking. Oh, right. <laughs> Adjusting like, the VHS get rid of those just lines. right. Yeah, yeah. To get, to get a little squiggly lines gone. I remember fighting with copy protection yeah. to try. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to, to get around it. Yep, yep. But I mean, you know, in the end, did they die? You know, they're still still thriving. And I think VHS actually helped to bolster the film industry once they got over the fear of it. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Buddy of mine that he would bring his VHS by. If one of us had a movie and, you know, the other one didn't, yep. we tried different cables. Like, oh, this cable gets better picture than this cable. And, <laughs> oh, yeah. You, you know, had to go gold-plated. If you didn't go gold-plated, yeah. you were out of your yeah. mind. <laughs> I had an RCA signal booster that kind of flattened out that macrovision copy protection. Yep. Not perfectly, but it helped. But enough, right? Good enough. So I've got, I've got a question for you. All right. Yeah, what's Do up? you remember what was the first film you ever watched in your home on VHS and what did you think? I, I absolutely remember. Oh, yeah. I, know, I don't know about do you, you guys. Go, George. It is yours, George. The very first film that I ever watched on VHS tape in a home, and it wasn't at my home, it was at my friend's house, but was Flash Gordon. <laughs> and we watched that thing. We had two films, Flash Gordon, I forget what the second one was, because once we watched Flash Gordon the first time, we immediately rewound it. I think in that first night, we watched it four times. <laughs> Mo, do you remember the first thing you saw in your home? See, and I don't know if this is the actual first one, but the first one that comes to mind. The one that burned in as a memory, right? Yep, yeah, is Indiana Jones. Really? Oh, okay. The, the first one. All right. Yeah. Raiders the of the Lost Ark. The very first one. Yep. Well, I remember my dad, we went to the store and he actually bought a copy of it. Oh, wow. And the thing, I mean, it was like 50 bucks. Bought a copy. Yeah, because yeah, you didn't. pricing scale was, yeah, that was. <laughs> he actually bought a copy of Indiana Jones for us. Like I said, I think it was like $50 Yeah, they were usually around forty nine ninety nine, something. something like that. And like, and like you said, George, though, I wa we watched the crap mm -hmm. out of that thing. How about you, John? <laughs> yeah, I absolutely remember. So, and we went to the local rental store and that was a first for me because I'd never had a reason to go to a rental store. And they had a deal where you rent to and get a third for half price. Oh, okay. That was right, for, yeah. Uh, I remember yeah. that. I don't remember the second or third film. I don't know what the three was I picked up, but I absolutely remember the first one I watched and one has an impact on me to this day is Dreamscape. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, wow. wow. Uh, Dennis Quaid, Max von Sydow, Christopher Plummer, yeah. right? And let me tell you. That's so where can enter people's dreams. Yeah. It's right? not a good movie. <laughs> I like that movie. Oh, no. Let me finish. It's not a good movie, but it's a fun movie. Yes. Yes. You look back, the acting's not great. Despite having good actors in it, I think the script probably more is more fair. The script was kind of like hackneyed, but it was fun. And I know, like, I know I watched it. That was the first time I could pause anything. And so I would pause, and pause was so crappy. Oh, yeah. It was just all Like you would scrambled. get somebody would, like, kind of, their arm would be jiggling in the background or something <laughs> when you would pause right. it. It wasn't until later with the, with the forehead VCRs when you could pause better, but you couldn't really see it, but... 
it was neat to be able to, to, oh, I can go get a sandwich. I could go to yep. the bathroom. You know, you have control over it. And I don't know what the other two things were, but I remember we came back, like you said, George, and I know I watched it two or three more times before we had to take it back. Yeah, You gotta get absolutely. your money out of it. It's one of those things that I think, like, I couldn't tell you the first thing I watched on DVD, but I remember the first VHS. Yep. <laughs> VHS was really, it was the beginning of us having some control over our media yes. for the first time, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. More formats have come and gone, and we'll probably talk about more of those later in upcoming episodes. Not only did it start an industry, but it started, for a lot of us Gen Xers, it started, you know, our, our love with media and having access and controlling it in our own homes. It's just something you can't replicate. It was the media format of my generation. And to this day, I have a USB deck that I can plug in and capture VHS because wow. I still have a box of them. <laughs> really? In the new world of video recorders, nobody offers more performance features than this one. RCA Select Division 650, maximum six-hour recording time, an unsurpassed 14-day memory, and remote control special effects. We talked about a lot of stuff today. I mean, normally, we only really covered one subject, but there was a lot in that subject. Anything that That's we right. can, we're going to put some links down in the show notes to educate some of our younger listeners and to help some of our older listeners relive <laughs> their Gen X youth, right? <laughs> Sounds good. And hey, just so you don't miss any of our future episodes, be sure to subscribe to us on however you listen to podcasts. You know, is it Pocket Cast, uh, Google Play, or iTunes? Yep. And speaking of iTunes, please hop into iTunes and give us a five-star rating and give us a review and... And remember, we are currently in the midst of doing a giveaway. Oh, Beginning yeah. of December, we're going to look at all the reviews we have in iTunes. We're going to pick one at random, and we're going to ship off a random box of geek and nerd stuff that we've accrued out of our subscription boxes. So be sure you do that. And if you're listening to this and you have a friend who doesn't listen to it, you think they might enjoy it, Grab their phone from them, subscribe, tell them, check us out. And, you know, for those of you out there, we really value our fourth listener emails. So make sure that, you know, you become one of those fourth listeners with us and send us an email at podcast at genxgrownup.com. And don't forget to visit us on YouTube or on our website, which is genxgrownup.com. Thanks a lot, guys. I really appreciate hanging out with you. I always have fun. Always fun. <laughs> That's yep, right. Yep. Always a good time. We will have a new podcast next week and a new backtrack in two weeks in until then, see you later on. <laughs> see you, everybody. See you guys later. No life, no fun. Don't you know that you're a grown up? No games, no puns. Basically, life sucks as a grown up. This has been a production of the GWW Radio Network. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Also, check out Geeks Worldwide at thegww.com for all the latest news, reviews, and opinions on video games, comics, movies, TV, cosplay, and more. Geeks Assemble! You've got questions, we've got answers. Business leadership, ownership, and sales can be challenging. Tune into the Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast to learn from the world's experts. Join me, your host, Diane Helbig, as I chat with people who have expertise in various areas of business. You'll enjoy the lively conversations that are focused on providing you with the ideas, tips, and suggestions you need to realize greater success. Get what you need for your business when you need it from the people who have the answers. Accelerate Your Business Growth is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network. 
and is available on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.